Hi, everybody. Damien Leone, writer-director of Terrifier. Chris and Chris said, go fuck yourself. Satan, thanks a lot. And of course, he's a busy man, but he always has times for his favorite hobbies drinking, smoking, and making people feel uncomfortable. It's also Chris. And there I am. Yeah. That's me. There you are. Here we are. Season three, <laughs> baby. Season three, year five? Yeah. Year five, season three. Here we are. Um,. <laughs> Now uh, introduced each week by uh, by our dear friend Satan. So I don't know. That's what it is. I'm also very much here for any intro that starts with Lou Bega. So <laughs> we're gonna have uh, new mashups and mic- and uh, uh, medleys and shit. Because now it's into the Cheers theme. Um, every single week, um, uh, our dear friend Satan. Uh, we uh, that was the project that uh, I gave him over. Our break was it. This the intros are now his uh, to mess with. So here we are. It's that's a thing now. So, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm very, very, very here for it. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, season three, episode one. Uh, total episode like number like two fifty, whatever the hell it is. Um, but you know, total we episode two hundred and two hundred and so. Uh, but it is it is finally back an all new episode of FWB podcast. It was supposed to be last week. I take the blame for that. Um, uh, we had it all all set where it was going to be last week, and uh, and then. Uh, stuff got in the way and I just didn't even do a best of or anything like that. I was just like, we just took a hibernation week. It wasn't a holiday. As they say, life, ha- life happens. Yeah, so. uh, it wasn't like a hibernation day. It wasn't an anything. It was just kind of like, well, yeah, we're just not going to do one. But we're here now. Uh, as you heard, yes, we're back. So, buddy, we it has been back. like a hot minute. I know. And like, it's what I said, like when we started, uh, you know, our pre-show, um, like it felt weird because 
I, I've texted, like we've texted almost every day. Yeah. But like, we haven't actually like spoken and like, you know, like on the phone in a bit, uh, or not on the phone, but like, you know, we haven't spoken person to per- or voice to voice is the phrase I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, like we haven't heard each other's voices in like, since we did the show last, I don't think. <laughs> Well, and then like our our holiday schedule got all fucked up too oh, God, because yeah. like I got sick the 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 for the week that was supposed to be our last week, and then like the next week I still didn't think I was going to make it because we had our holiday party, and then that ended super early. So that's when I messaged you and was like, "So I'm free?" Yeah, like, eh. it was like, "Sure, like let's let's do this." Uh, so yeah, it, it um yeah the the whole. Our whole schedule got all upended and is all wacky and crazy, and um, it went on. the The whole break went on longer than I thought it was going to, and that we had originally planned on. But and you know, whatever. It started later and then went on later, so you know, that's just how yeah, it happens this, sometimes. Like I think this is on par with like. I think this might be around the same time we initially started in 2020. Yeah, I think so. I know originally, like when we first, like the, the original Genesis of the show was, uh, a Super Bowl Sunday in February. So technically we're, we're within that, that gray area. That yeah. um, is the, the 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 realm of acceptability, I guess, is what I'm going to call it to make it sound fancier. But oh wow, yeah, it was. Uh... So I guess we uploaded that like that quote unquote backdoor pilot we hey, did hey, when hey. we were still with the old show, and then our first episode got uploaded on February 6th of 2020. Yeah. See, so and I think we tried to do that as like it's an anniversary because uh, I, I think February 6th might have been the date that we first did a show that like started everything so um i think that might have been done intentionally uh, and it's a tuesday this week too oh <laughs> or tuesday this week it's a tuesday this, this year. year yeah um and uh, don't worry like uh, for all that we've missed out on so far this year coming up in like another not even like a little over a month, we're going to have a, a ton of time together. So. Oh yeah. Um, because we've got uh vet city con coming up mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to have actually a really, really sweet uh, setup there for vet city con. So that'll be fun. Uh, and then literally the next weekend is LexCon. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a fun back to back. I'm just, I'm real glad that they're not the same week, the same weekend, like they have been in the past. So, um, still, still, still wondering what was up with vet city that year, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but I'm yeah. just going to sit here and, Oh, wait, can, can, can we do an impromptu, uh, beer test? Yeah, absolutely. We can always, uh, we always have time for that. Yeah, it's a Sam Adams Winter Lager. Oh. Uh, my my aunt always does these like 
um, create your own six packs for me, my brother, and my dad. And my dad and my brother don't drink craft beer, so <laughs> I always just end up bringing home eighteen beers. Yeah, you get a windfall. So, because that's like so that's, that is uh, your alley right there. Yeah. So, so let's see how this is. Yeah, much like the rest of the Sam Adams um, catalog, very mediocre. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I also think, like, I'm one of the few people who I, like, you know, people are always like, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. It's, it's, fan- it, it is, it is beer. It's Oktoberfest. 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 You know, that's right. Uh, by the way, uh, right before we started the show, uh, it turns out that uh, everything is closed. It has been called. We finished third in the New Hampshire primary. <laughs> our show, our show finished third uh, with seventeen point eight percent of the votes. So, if you were wondering, you were keeping score at home. Uh, we finished third, so it's on to South Carolina. We're hanging in. We're not getting the mainstream media coverage that some of the other candidates are getting, but God, we're trying. Hey, at least we're allowed on the ballot in every state. We're allowed on the ballot in 38 states because some of them just don't approve of us. Well, that's that's fair. It's only because they've met us. It does kind of hurt my feelings that not even Kentucky would take us. No, they would not. Um you know, they said we don't look enough like uh, some sort of wild animal to make it on the ballot because in order to <laughs> to be a candidate in this state, you have to look like some kind of sad animal. So, you know, we got that going for us, which is nice. A subtle Caddyshack reference? Yeah, see, I'm here for it, man. I, I, I got you, baby. I got you. Dusting it off now. I'm I'm out of practice. So, out of practice with doing this uh so yeah we got to figure out how we're going to give away uh some vet city con tickets because we've got vet city con tickets to give away to people so um uh i don't know we got we got a bunch of pairs to give away so we got to figure out how we're going to do that i don't know we'll figure something out soon we'll figure something out soon so uh you know pay attention to uh the socials most likely the youtube channel yeah um for the big info on that because we're gonna have to do something with that also because uh yeah you know we're approaching uh ten thousand at the time of this recording dick cheney's alive and we're at nine thousand twenty. so what are you gonna do when dick cheney dies and you can't make that joke anymore actually dick cheney might be dead no, i don't know no, at like, the time I of this recording dick cheney's alive i promise you dick cheney's alive okay dick cheney richard simmons alive Dude, you know Richard Simmons, like, he came out and spoke against that oh, biopic being made right. about him. Um, yeah, I saw that, too. Did you see, did you see the, um, the, the, it's called The Court Jester? No. Oh, okay. It's, it's like 10 minutes. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it's just under 10 minutes. It's like 9 minutes and 45 seconds. Um, okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, a lot of people are like going crazy over it uh i thought it was i thought it was okay 
Uh, but anyway, back to our YouTube channel. Yeah, back to stuff about us. Uh, so we're gonna have to do something real big for the uh, when we get when we hit ten thousand, um, because I told everybody uh, that if if you're not subscribed when we hit ten thousand legally, I don't have to talk to you anymore. <laughs> so so what if you um what if when we hit ten thousand, uh, you go online and you do one of those uh, you go live on YouTube and you treat it like TikTok and you do like one of those weird people that like. Every emoji has a sound effect that goes with it. <laughs> so, you know, like someone puts the ice cream thing, and you're like, yum, ice cream, yay, yum, ice cream, yay. Oh, no, let's not do that. No, no, no. no. I actually, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a great idea as long as you do it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, for me, it's a good idea. Uh, no, we're going to have to give, we're, we're going to have to find something, either a giveaway or or something that, that we can do uh for people who are subscribed to us uh on on the YouTubes because we we've been working real hard to put up some good content we got some more content coming we got to do some live stuff um you know like from from uh the Vet City Con floor from the LexCon show floor we'll, we've got the ability to do some really fun live videos so we're going to do some of that stuff but we've got we, we we give you three videos a week and so we're pumping out good content every single week on our YouTube channel and it shows and like we've been having some good growth so man thank you for uh talking me through the infuriating time that was Recording my stand-up sit-down with my phone. Like, the video looked so much better, though. Yeah, but, like, the so process funny. of getting it was like, such a fucking pain. You were so mad, and then you were like, the bullshit, like, it won't record from the thing. And I was like, you mean you don't just, like, do the pull-down menu and hit screen record? And, and like, turn your phone sideways? Because that's what I do. That was like the glass break moment. <laughs> and I was so fucking angry with myself that I didn't get it then. Well, because, uh, yeah, I'm like, that's what I always do is I just I just drop it down and there's a screen record button. So I just hit that. And then, you know, I've got the background on the Zoom. So I just do a Zoom meeting. That's just me. And yeah, and 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 record it well and then the the other big big pain in the ass was like the the wait time whenever you would like try and cut any time on the video and then having to like move it over to my google drive so i could email it to you and like the editing process took almost or the the editing the the cutting process took almost as long as it did uh for me to figure out the entire process to film it <laughs> next time we're going to be streamlined though see now you got the process so now now what you need to do see you need to do a, what uh what we do what uh jason and i do is we just do like three at a time and and yeah. then that way it's just done uh so that when it's time when it's like your turn you just send one and that's it and like you don't have to do any of the other crap like he's got a uh he's got a folder online that he just like uploads them for me and uh so and me of course because i i do all the upload 
I do all the uploading. So mine is just like I just straight up record them and then just put them on my computer and I'll edit them together. So I've got like a bunch that are just like, well, when it's my week, because like this week is my week. So I'm like, well, just drag and drop, like drag and upload and it's done. And um, I go on uh, like I go on Canva and I make a thumbnail and I just update the like I have a bunch of thumbnails that just have like episode and I leave the number blank so that when when it's whoever's turn, I'll just pull a thumbnail, change the number to be correct, and then just save it, use that as the thumbnail. So I just made huh. like, I just made like a shit ton in advance. And then because usually the rotation is like is like it's like Jason, me, guest person, guest person me. or you. And then we just start it over. Yeah. And and so, like, it's basically how it works. So, like, we've got, like, you know, we've got four or five people that are in the rotation. So, really, we're doing them, like, once a month. Uh, so, um, you know, if you basically, if you get, if you get, you know, three of them done, you're good for, like, a quarter, which is awesome. So, then when it's your turn, you just drag it, upload it. And then, you know, like, I will, I set them. Uh, in advance so like I'll, I'll set the date um for it to go so like if you go to our uh like behind the scenes this is all like way too inside baseball for everybody but like if you go on to <laughs> our our youtube studio there's like four videos or five videos always that are scheduled so that like i, I don't even have to deal i don't even have to think about it like i've got like the next two weeks just completely scheduled so well, that's fucking awesome. Um, so like, and that's um, you know the um, the trivia game, the the bona fide or bogus, and then the wrestling memes, and then the sit down stand up. Like I have those um, preloaded and scheduled and ready to go. We stopped doing shorts because the shorts were uh, working against us. So um, uh oh, because yeah, shorts shorts audience is different than long form content audience, and what you don't want to do is you don't want to do a bunch of shorts and get people like thinking that that's what your channel is. And then they subscribe, but then they'll unsubscribe when they realize that like you mostly do long form, longer form content. And then they get mad because they feel like they've been lied to. And that's not what we're trying to do. But um, yeah, no, the, uh, the trivia game is going really well. I I keep a, a year to date score at the end of every week that I'm updating oh. every single week. So like you can, you can track my progress and see how good a, of a job I'm doing and see if, uh, when I guess if it's true or not, you can see if, um, you know, it's smart to bet with me or not. So, you know, uh, yeah, but so, yeah, so we got that. And, uh, El Pathetico is just crushing it on the wrestling memes and, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that uh, El Pathetico is actually going to be at Vet CityCon this year, and so we'll see if that's true. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Really, so I'm very really? excited for yeah. this news. I heard a I heard a rumor that El Pathetico. Uh, the, the problem that you're going to have though is he's going to be at jake the snake roberts table and they're just going to be telling road stories and stuff because you know they're going to tell you know they're just going to be chatting back and forth because their paths really didn't cross that much 
um, throughout their professional careers. So they kind of like they they ran with with similar circles, but just at different times. So they they both have fun stories about the the same people, just from a different time. So it's going to be tough to pull them apart. But uh, so there's going to be two wrestling legends in that room at the same time. So that'll be really fun for everybody. Can both egos fit? Though? I don't know. Uh, El Pathetico is going to be there. Uh, who's now he's got merch in, in our store that is, that is moving. So um, that's exciting. Uh, so yeah, we've got a bunch of new stuff up in the merch store, by the way. Uh, if you have not been to the merch store lately, we have, a bunch of new stuff we have uh uh you have a you have your own shirt on there oh yeah i have my own shirt el pathetico's got three shirts on there jesus yeah i know he's he's our number one seller by a long shot uh we have a group a group uh picture that works great as a poster and um so everything will be on sale probably next week so you'll have it in plenty of time yeah if you just missed the T public sale, yeah. don't worry, it'll be back next There's week. There's going to be another one, yeah. So, yeah, we got some good merch uh, in there. So, um, always be checking for that because we always have new merch updated, which is nice. And yeah, uh, so yeah, we've got a lot of stuff accomplished in the in in our break in the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for con season. Haven't really done one, like, I'm trying to think about the last time I did. Like, I know I've done back-to-back con weekends before, or, like, I think, I think in 2018, LCTC was later, and I think it was, like, I think it literally went, like, LCTC, and then, like, I left for Mania, like, five (laughs) days later. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, this is going to remind me of, gosh, I think it was like October where I had, yeah, uh, I had three conventions in one month, which was fantastic. Um, but that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, that last one was a lot of fun. Uh, managing that panel, uh, was a crazy good time, but, um, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, this already, uh, my convention calendar is filling up because I've got Vet City Con the first weekend in March, and then LexCon the next weekend, and then the end of April, your birthday weekend is C2E2 mm-hmm. in Chicago. And they started announcing people to, like, they, they've announced people before, but like they had another big announcement dump today, and it was like all wrestlers. So, oh, nice. Anyone cool? Uh, they've got Samoa Joe, MJF, and somebody else that I forgot. So they're obviously a big deal to me. Um, but Well, you know they say Joe's going to kill you. He will. He will. That's why I remembered him. So he wouldn't. But uh, let me pull up the... Let me pull this up so I can tell you exactly what a sting uh sting oh, you met him already yeah sting mjf and uh samoa joe so now here's here's my conundrum though you ready 
listening. This is why I'm a this is why I'm an idiot. This is why I'm the dumbest fucking person in this world. So, you know, I, I told you my uh and, and you helped me work through my Lexcon celebrity Bang Bang. Yeah, conundrum. Which I ordered that pop, by the way, so it'll be here Thursday. So I'll send you a picture of all three of them, and uh, you can tell me that I'm a dipshit. Um, and then watch. Again? Uh, yeah, I know. This week. Um, uh, tomorrow they're they're doing more announcements, so I'm sure it's probably going to be somebody that's going to completely upset my entire plan. But uh, so because I'm an idiot, and I've been working on that uh, that I'm pretty much done with now except for I have to dust it off this year, the uh, the Power Rangers movie poster. And, you know, I got all of the uh, Power Rangers, a ton of bad uh, ton of bad guys, you know, the secondary characters, all that shit in there. So uh, there's one person who's going to be at Lexicon this year that I'm going to dust that off and have them sign it. Um, so now that I'm, I was, like, pretty much done with that, I was like, you know what would be a great idea? I can get the Power Rangers pops signed by the people who weren't in the movie. And that would be great. So like, you know, the other, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the other pink Ranger and the other red Ranger and stuff, because, you know, they weren't in the movie, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, that would be great. And so I started that. And then I was like, why don't I just get, as many Power Rangers to sign pops as I can, because again, fucking idiot. So C2E2 has two Power Rangers that I have already met that have signed the poster, but I'm already like, I don't have them having signed pops yet. So I could do that because how cool would it be to have like a team of five, like all five, that have that signed. would be kind of dope. Right. That would so, be kind of dope. Like, uh, if I could get, like, you know, the OG five-color Rangers to have, you know, a, a signed set. So I'm like, okay, cool. Because I have um, I have Austin St. John has signed uh, the Red Ranger with the Dragon Shield. Um, I have the... Um, the second yellow ranger and the second pink ranger have signed pops for me. But now at C2E2, they're like, yeah, Amy Joe Johnson and David Yost are going to be there. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> because that's what I need. But I'm like, here's, here's the thing about it though. Like if, if, and I'm still like, I say that I'm on the fence on going, but I, I do really want to go. So here's the thing about it though, is I'm like, if I go, and those are the only two people that I have signed something like that's okay. Yeah. Like that's a, that's, that's like on the low end of a, of a con trip for me only getting two like, I think that would be okay. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't like, they, they really have just started ramping up cause that's, you know, it's the end of April. So they're just now getting to, um, you know, a lot of celebrity announcements. So they might, you know, get to a bunch more that I want even more, but I don't know. So 
uh, it's a that place is everybody who says uh, that they've been to big conventions. I call them liars until they go to one like that because that is legit. It's one point two million square feet, and it's just it's it's so massive. It's so big. Now, do you consider Dragon Con a big con? Um, that, see, that one's different because it's like inside, outside, in multiple locations. It's like the WrestleMania two of conventions. Yeah. So that one, that one is kind of like in its own category where it's like, I I don't really count it as like a traditional convention. So it's kind of like it's asterisk own category. This one is like, it is like, you know, um, all three levels of Lexicon plus a little more on one floor going across. Like, it's just so big. Like I got turned around three times the first time I was there (laughs) and I was just like, I have no idea where the hell the exit is. And I'm just, I'm, I'm completely lost. And then I was like, Oh yeah, shit. That was hanging from the ceiling right above the entrance. Okay. So that's the entrance. Okay, cool. Like we're okay now. But like I got turned around so many times it was a bit embarrassing, but it was super fun. So I don't know. Well, um, um, I haven't looked at like any kind of like lodging or anything like that to see if anybody else wants to go with me and fill out, you know, the um, like get a ticket and, or whatever and come with me. Like, I haven't asked anybody. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going to I might throw it out there. I don't know. Um, but it's super fun. But uh, we got a lot of stops before we get there. Vet City Con's going to be great. Lexicon's going to be great. Um, I tell you what I've uh, what I've been doing that has been surprisingly fun is the jerking off. Well, I do that every day. That's fine. Um, <laughs> that's not surprising. Uh, the TED series on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you that, like, aside, I, I'm I'm done with episode four. And I'm going to watch at least another one tonight after we're done. There was one episode that I did not find that funny, but the rest have been so good. See, I thought the pilot was so fucking mediocre. Really? I haven't gone past it. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, the I did not enjoy the second episode at all. It had okay. like it had a funny moment in it and like some of the dialogue is funny, but like overall the episode is just not it was not an episode that I liked. Now the episode the two episodes after that, hilarious. So good. But yeah, episode two did not do it for me at all. Like it was kind of like, ooh, maybe this is not as good of a show as I thought. But then the next two brought it back for me, and it was it, it's good. But um, uh, they have a they have a problem in that show that all of the dialogue is for a specific purpose. Like the only reason that people say something is because it will be a plot device later. Yeah, and like that's the biggest weakness for me. Is I'm like you can predict exactly what's going to happen based on what people say, because there's no dialogue. That's like unnecessary. Isn't the right word, but it's just like 
you know, there's no dialogue that's just like people chit chatting back and forth that doesn't really like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, there's no passive conversation. Right. It's like everything is like, oh, hey, well, like, like, I'll give you an example. And it will spoil part of an episode for you, but like, it's, Whatever. it's really obvious where it's going. So, um, you know, one of the big plot points is involving the family's VCR, right? Okay. So, like, early on in the episode, uh, the kid and Ted, they go to the, the AV room of the school. And they're sitting there and, and they're talking and then they go, one of them says, oh, that VCR looks exactly like our VCR at home. That's the exact same one. Gee. And I was like, I, I just stopped and I was like, so something's going to happen to their VCR and they're going to have to swap it out with the one from the AV room. And sure enough, like six minutes later in the show, the VCR gets broken and they, and they're talking, they're like, this thing is so old that there isn't one anywhere around that you could even replace it with. Like everything else is so different. Then there's like a, like beat, beat. Oh, but there's one at the AV lab. And I was like, yup. So yeah, like they're, they're every single line of dialogue has a plot specific purpose which kind of makes it feel like it's way too predictable but there's some jokes that really hit with me that are really funny so i forgive it uh dude you want to talk jokes that have fucking hit like have you ever heard of the stanley parable no uh, maybe video game so it started off as a half-life 2 hack okay um, and basically all you are is you're Stanley. You are in your office and you leave your office and you realize that no one else is there. And, like uh, the narrator, day. you know, you kind of like walk through and you get to these two doors and it's like, and then Stanley took the door on his left. That's the first time you're given a choice in the game. Oh, so, cause there are two doors, there's left and right. And... So, you know, like, even once you go, if you if you go left, there are multiple things you can do. If you go right, there are multiple things you can do. Uh, I think in the seven hours I put, I, I got enough endings because you have to get to a certain, like, number of endings in the game to open the epilogue. And I, I opened the epilogue and finished that. But I think, like, I got somewhere in the vicinity of, like, 29 to 30 endings. Jeez. Out of, and I think there are like 42 on the PlayStation version. And I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, But like some of the dialogue is just so damn funny. Um, Some of the jokes are just, it's, it's what you were saying. Like some of the jokes just hit like, uh, at one point, the narrator was like, are you just, like, incapable of taking direction? Are you yeah. some sort of idiot? And, of course, yeah. the way he said, are you some sort of idiot, just really popped me. <laughs> sometimes um, that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just the right uh, infliction in your voice to to say something that just, that just makes you laugh. Yeah. And then... Uh, Earlier today, I finished a game called Guilt, G-Y-L-T, and it was described as Alan Wake, uh, but for, like, teenagers. Oh, oh, no. 
uh well you know the the only way you can like kill the enemies is with like flashlights and that because it was a very short game okay uh it's hard to say how long i actually played it because i forgot i'd paused the game and switched over to um my fire stick and watched a movie while i was still stuck on the pause <laughs> screen uh so yeah it, it kind of read like it's probably got an extra two and a half to three hours that actually weren't game time i still gotta tell you like the the farmhouse level of alan wake is still probably one of my favorite it's not even really a level it's just that that event is still one of my favorite video game moments to play through like i had a a where i played through it and i like i beat the game and then i played through it again and i got to that point and I never went further so I could have a game save at that point. So I could just keep playing that, that uh, like that sequence at the farmhouse because it was just so much fun. Can we do a Mount Rushmore of our uh, favorite video game levels sections or whatever? Yes, we absolutely can. Next week we're good. doing that. Good, good. Um, but yeah, like that was... That was so much fun. So yeah, I had a game save on my old um my old three sixty that was just that spot for Alan Wake. And I don't regret it. Still refusing to buy Alan Wake too because I'm not paying sixty dollars for a downloadable game. I don't like this digital only stuff. I hate it. And I I absolutely hate it. Uh, I was, it was a sad moment for me driving, running errands on Saturday, this past Saturday. I was, I was out driving around running errands and I passed by Best Buy. And it there was a sad realization where I was like, there is a very real possibility that I will never step foot in another Best Buy. Yeah, because um, because I know they're oh, sorry, they're, go on. no, I was because they took out all their physical movies. And if there's any like I've bought stuff from them, but like I'll buy it online. Yeah. And so like I upgraded I last year or the year before, I think it was the year before I upgraded my laptop where I, I put in a bigger hard drive and uh, expanded the the RAM and all that stuff. And I bought uh, a lot of that stuff from Best Buy, but I bought it online and had it shipped. So like, I didn't even go to the store for it. Um, and I feel like if I order something else from them at any point, that's what it's going to be is I'll just order it online. Yeah. Now they are, um, they are still going to stock video games. But uh, yeah, no physical movies anymore. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I I drove by and there was just like this real sad moment where I was like, I don't know because I never buy video games from them. If I buy them, it's gonna either be from Amazon or I'll go to like freaking Target before I went to Best Buy to get them. Um, yeah, and I'm like, it's just like it, there's a weird realization that I was like, I literally 
don't know if I will ever step foot in another Best Buy. And like, do you remember like when new games, new games, uh, the one I remember is like Kingdom Hearts 2, the week it came out, it was a $50 game, the week it came out because people wanted you to buy it at their store, uh, Target had it on sale for 45 and I want to say like Walmart or GameStop had it on sale for 40 at release. Yeah. And I always used to love, and I'm sure you did this too back in the day. Um, Sunday, the, the two ads I would look for were Circuit City and Best Buy to see what movies that week were on sale. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There was like one early October in like, I think, 05, 06 or something like that, where I ended up buying like 10 DVDs for like, I don't know, 50 bucks maybe because they had stuff I wanted to see on sale or stuff that I just heard good things about. And I was like, well, it's only $5. So searching those ads and going through those ads every single week, um, it is what led me to the, uh, it was, it was a journey from, it started out as when, when I lived at home with my parents and like, they would get the paper on Sunday and we would get those flyers to when I went to college, didn't get the paper, but, um, cheap ass gamer would have a forum yep. that people would scan them. And so you had like the new ad scans, that turned into um, the forum on Blu-ray.com because that was when like, I really moved over to I was buying mostly movies. Um, but they would like scan them and then they would summarize the deals up top so you wouldn't have to like go through the scans if you didn't want to. Like they'd list out all the movies and the prices, which was awesome, um, to then I would just go to the store every week and just see what was there. Uh, to now I'm like, I just look it up online if I want it. So it was, it was a, it was, what a journey. What a tremendous journey that was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am. And it was like a race to who could get the Black Friday scans up the fastest mm -hmm. and like break those deals uh, like as early as possible. Meanwhile, this year, like I kept checking to see you for like, the GameStop Black Friday ad, GameStop Black Friday ad, GameStop Black Friday. Like, it wasn't up until, like, the week of Thanksgiving. I just, I don't know. It's nostalgia, partially, but at the same time, like, I don't know if we even talked about this, but, like, there was nothing for me last year. I bought one game on uh black friday but like that's also just my old man like i want to save money and buy shit like fuck you yeah well like and, and the, the problem this year was like there was some stuff on sale but like i don't know if you had the same feeling i did where like i saw a lot of stuff and i was like i've seen it for cheaper before this the only thing i picked up was uh dying light was 20 and I'm a member of that, like, GameStop Rewards thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had to pay for it for, like, four years, so I just keep renewing it. <laughs> so I still had my $5 to use, and I was like, well, I'll buy this brand-new sealed game for $15. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I bought, uh, let's see, I got three 
4K movies. It was I got the new Spider Man that uh, the new Spider Verse. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the new what? Uh, uh, the new Spider Man, uh, Spider Verse. There it movie. is. Um, so I bought that, and then uh, I think there were two others because that weekend I didn't do anything Black Friday shopping. I went out on that Saturday. And mm-hmm. Target had all of their Black Friday prices were good all weekend. And they were running a, if you bought two movies, you get a third one free. Oh, that's cool. On top of the the cheaper prices. So I was like, okay. So I ended up getting three movies and it, the total was like 20 something dollars for three 4K movies. And I was like, all right. And uh, obviously, they are very, very special to me because I remember one of them. So it tells you everything you need to know about me and how my brain works is at the time I was like, oh, these are really good deals because these movies are great. And yeah, I remember one, but I don't remember the other two. Yeah, the Black Friday shopping I did was Record Store Day. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting all three records I wanted. And uh, yeah. But like, you know, it used to be a big deal. I remember it was like 2019 or something. I ended up with like, like no joke. I want to say it was like seven or eight games. And again, it was like less than $200 for eight games, like completely sealed and everything. Yeah. Like black, we used to be a, a real country. Black Friday used to mean something in this country. Yeah. And now it's it, now you can just get those good prices anytime. Like the the sales aren't that great, and yeah, yeah, very disappointing, very disappointing. Um. So since we're just kind of all over the place, kind of bitch yeah. about this movie I saw on Absolutely. Sunday. Yes, please. I'm going to look up on, uh, on Letterboxd what it was, because I haven't even been on Letterboxd in forever. Yeah. It was called Founder's Day, and... Oh, there it is. You gave it two yeah. and a half stars. I sure fucking did. Um, so... I Don't read the review, if you if you already haven't, because you're, you're about to... It pissed me off, man. It was like... The movie had no idea what it wanted to be. Like at one point, you could see the fact that it was very much a um, like it started as like a straight up like comedy. I don't even want to say like a horror comedy. Like you can tell that that's what the movie initially started as. Then it kind of got morphed into a horror comedy. But then there are scenes that are actually just like done straight up like a horror movie. And, like, you never knew, like, some characters were playing it straight, but then, like, the sheriff is an absolute fucking joke. Mm. Uh, So the movie was just very frustrating and kind of all over the place. Um, I, I just, I had the hardest time, like, getting into it, and, uh... It took me like half the movie to realize that one of the um, actors, I was like, I know him from somewhere. I know him from somewhere that it was Mr. Matthews from Boy Meets World. It was the dad. Oh, I love him. 
Yeah, and I haven't seen him in anything in like 25 years. Uh, hey, uh, Alan Matthews, yeah. Yeah, but the movie was just like a, a fucking wreck. Of, And like, I, I want to talk spoilers, but like... Yeah, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and talk spoilers. Because uh, like, that's how angry it made me. There were five people in the murder conspiracy. That's a lot. Yeah. Um Mr. Mr. Matthews was like the the head honcho. He was like kind of directing traffic. Then these um then there were two killers, and then there was a cop tied into it, and then there was someone working for the city government tied into it too, but neither of them killed anyone. Jeez. But it was just like so they didn't know who they wanted the actual killers to be, so they were just like, fuck it, all of them. Uh, it, it was convoluted. There was just a big, a, a big mess to it. And, you know, like, as much as I really was really kind of excited to watch it, it just kind of ended up leaving me with a blah taste in my mouth. Yeah, that's, that's super frustrating. That's like, they're like, hey, oh, so the pitch meeting is like, they're sitting there and they're like, hey, you know what's super clever? What? What's that? What's that? What's that? Scream has two killers, right? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be more clever if we had three? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, three would be great. But why stop there? Let's do four. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, four would be good. Then they get started and they're like, hey, you know, it would be even better than four. <laughs> Let's fucking have five kill. No. Oh, and someone was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then they did. And it was not great. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, like this is the movie is just paying homage to Scream the entire time. Of course it is. So. Of course it is. Like the small town setting. Yeah. Uh, Which is like, you know. My biggest criticism of Scream is it's basically Halloween. Yeah. Um, and it's like really in your face that it wants to be Halloween, but it's comedic Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I, I told you about my um, my new favorite subgenre of horror. Yeah, it's weird that it's porn, but yeah, um... you know, uh, it started out that I got uh, the wrong. Uh, the wrong version of uh, I downloaded the wrong version of Night Swim. Um, it was the it was the adult Night Swim, and it just kind of snowballed from there. No, that's not true. Um, no, so I sometimes in the afternoon as like background noise, like when I when I don't have a lot of meetings and I'm trying to like I'm getting some work done, but I need like some auditory thing going on i will i'll put on um like people reading scary like i'll pull up youtube and i'll pull up like you know five supposed true horror stories right mm -hmm. and it's like somebody and it's got like ambient music in the background or like rain sounds and then it's like just somebody reading like reddit horror stories or like submitted horror stories or whatever and so they have them like all divided up it's like you know five 
fast food horror stories, six driving home alone at night stories, you know, 10, um, you know, strangers, you know, at, at, in a cabin in the woods horror stories. So I, I was like, I, every so often, like I'll pull up one of those and I'll listen to a few of those and I'm like, okay, like these are all right. And then all of a sudden one day it recommended me the, the YouTube algorithm really came through for me because it recommended, um, creepy encounters during abandoned like expeditions right because like one of the things the other things that i really enjoy watching are abandoned malls and like people will will walk around an abandoned mall and they have like various levels of um like torn downness and decay and all that stuff. And so like some of them look like, you know, they could still be open to the public right now. And then some of them are like, they look like they're, they're one mediocre breeze away from just collapsing on themselves. But it's super interesting to see, you know, um, you know, like old signage and, and, you know, here's a Spencer's, but it's a Spencer's gifts because that's how old it is. And stuff, and it's like it's it's like this this snapshot of time that it, that can be really really fun. And so apparently there are people that that go out, and I've I've never ventured outside of like abandoned malls, right? But mm-hmm. apparently these people do like abandoned all kinds of other buildings, like businesses, houses, everything that they can find that's abandoned. They'll just walk through and 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 you know have their cameras going and stuff, and then they'll upload that footage. So the content that I didn't know that I needed was like when people are doing that and they run into somebody who is like, who is inside the house where they are, where like where they're exploring. And so it's like six creepy encounters during an abandoned exploration. And I was like, let's see how this goes because I'm sure this is going to be like, really manufactured it's not going to be that scary whatever and like within 10 seconds i could just feel this anxiety where i'm like this is going to be so scary but it's going to be awesome and it is that stuff is absolutely terrifying to me because on one hand i'm like it would be so cool to be able to go to like a mall or a factory or like wherever and that's abandoned and nobody has been for a really long time and just like go in and look around like i think that would be super cool but it also terrifies me to think because i'm like there could be somebody in there and i don't want to go in there so i'm probably never ever going to do any of that stuff realistically (laughs) because i'm a giant pussy when it comes to that stuff like no thank you but like the idea is super cool but i would never i would never have the balls to actually do it and that video watching that first video cemented that i will never do that ever because like there's one oh my god there's one so like it's a it's a, a group of three people right it's like a guy his wife and then like one of their friends that does this too and they go through like this this big building, like this big house, and there's only one way in, and it's like through this tiny little, um, like tiny little access door. 
Hell no. And so they go in and it's like, no, no, no. it's like that brings you to like the basement, right? So like they're in the basement and they're walking around and they're, it's, it's like a maze, right? Where they're like, you know, you got to go up this way and then you go left and then you hang around the corner and then you go over here and you go over and they get like 15 minutes in where they're exploring and all of a sudden, like this guy just starts yelling at him. And he's like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. What are you doing down here? And, like, so they, of course, like, freak out. And they start, but, like, they get turned around because, like, they don't remember where the one entrance point is. So, like, they've been mm-hmm. turned around because they've been exploring. So, like, they have to run and they hide. And, the, like, you can see the guy, like, walking around. And it's, he's, he's like, all pissed off because it's it's, like, you know, it's a homeless guy and someone's, like, in his space and so he's like really upset and so then like they make a run for it and the guy chases him and they they get out but like he starts coming out after him and like it's freaky as shit um there's one where um a guy is in this uh like abandoned um motel no and like so he's walking around and he's like going into different rooms and shit And, like, he walks by. Here's the part that, like, freaks me the fuck out. Like, this is why I could never do this. It's like he's, he's like, recording himself, right? And and he's, like, he's doing, like, the selfie. Like, he's got, like, the selfie stick and shit. And he's got, like, the chest harness to to do one camera out. And then he's got, like, the selfie stick so he can, like, you know, do his reactions and stuff. And so, like, it's on the selfie stick. And he's, like, walking and talking down... Um, like outside in front of all the rooms, right? Mm-hmm. And so as he's walking, because he had he had like some encounter with somebody, and it freaked him out, and so he ran out, and he was like walking down the in front of all the the rooms, and he walks by this one room, and the door is open, and he doesn't see it, but there's a guy that's in the window like looking nope. out at him and he's got like nope. a he's got a hoodie on and the hood's pulled over his head and he's like back just enough that you can't that like the guy doesn't see him so he's walking and talking about like how he's freaked out and like oh man this guy like was in there but you know I left and like you know I told him that I wasn't trying to do whatever and I was just here to shoot a video and like you know he he left me alone and whatever but, like, there's this guy, and, like, you can't see his face, and he's backed up far enough that, like, he's kind of in the shadows and stuff. Freaks me the shit out because, like, that's a whole other thing where it's, like, it's one thing if, like, you know, somebody, like, calls out so you know that they're there. But, like, that guy didn't even see him. And that's the thing is, like, even if that shit's staged, even if he's got the guy, like, if he knows me, he's like, hey, man, I'll give you, like, 50 bucks if you'll, you know, if you actually find some homeless dude and he's like, I'll give you 50 bucks if you'll, you know, do this, this, and this. Like, even if it's uh, staged, there's that sliver of, of of me that's like, yeah, but what if it's not? Right, and, and, and so I'm like, some of these people are not good enough actors that, like, some of them are legit because... Like, that's a huge problem with doing that is, like, there could be somebody in there that does not want you to be there. And yeah. and so, like, you know, I, I was kind of at this point with, with horror movies where I'm like, you know, a, a lot of them, like, they don't really do it for me, like, as far as, like, building suspense and stuff like that. Because, like, I can predict how they're going to go and... 
you know, like they, they have a lot of jump scares, but like jump scares don't really get me anymore. And so I'm like, I'm kind of like, uh, like I don't really want to watch a lot of horror movies because I know that I'm not really going to be scared. So I started watching like I started watching one of these videos and within like 60 seconds, I'm like friggin' like my anxiety is through the roof. And I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Like, I know they're going to run into somebody, but I'm still like, it freaks me out. And it still makes me like super anxious to see it. And it's awesome because it's not me. <clears throat> so it 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 is it's like I love it because I'm not involved in any way and if I if it freaks me out too much I can just hit pause and then I'm done. Um but it's like it's so crazy. So that's my new favorite subgenre of horror. There's not enough. Like I think I've watched all of them now. Uh there's <laughs> like there's one where this guy he's like in this he's in he's going through this this house and he's like the, he comes around the corner and there's like a long kind of tunnel and it's like pitch black. The only light is the light from his camera. And uh, so he's like walking around. And then as he turns the corner down this long kind of hallway tunnel thing, he sees a guy like way at the end of it. And the guy's like, like he's kind of like crouched down and he's not like, he doesn't respond. Like the guy's like, Hey, Hey man. Hey, are you okay? And like, he's asking him like, is if he's okay, if he needs anything or whatever. And the guy like has no reaction to him at all. So the guy's like, all right, I'm just going to leave. He's like, I'm, I'm backing up. He's like, I'm going to leave. He's like, you won't hear me again. I'm just going to leave. And so he goes around and he like keeps exploring for like three or four minutes. And he's like, you know, I feel real bad just leaving that guy there. He's like, I'm going to go bring him 20 bucks and just like leave $20 here. So in case he wants like food or whatever. And like, he goes back to where the guy was and the guy's gone. Nope. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Right. Get, get the, get out of there. Get out of there. It's like, it's terrifying. Um, Oh my God. There was a guy that like they, they was, he was at school. This is the last one I'm going to tell you about. I swear. Um, he's in a, he's in a school. Right. And like, so he, he, like, it's this like abandoned school and he's like, he's walking around and, um, he's like, he, he goes into this room and on the chalkboard, it's like somebody's written, don't explore alone. And he's like, well, that's fucking ominous. Okay. Whatever. And there's a, there's a room, there's a, in, inside the classroom, there's a door with like a, a piece of paper, like a, like notebook paper on it. And in pen, someone's wrote, keep out, like someone uh, wrote, keep out on it. Um, and so he's like, he does, of course, he's like, I'm going to go see what's inside this room. And so he opens up the door and there's like a little table with like some really old, like cans of soda and like a, some cups and shit. Like it looks like no one's been there for, for a really, really long time. Right. And there's like um, blankets that are like... Um, nailed up to the side of the wall that are hanging down and he's like okay like someone at one point was here and um you know so you know someone's been here whatever and like as he's talking this dude's hand comes out from behind the blankets and i'm like dude freaked me out like that shit's crazy no thank you <laughs> so yeah my new favorite subgenre of horror 
it's like my my favorite but also my least favorite because like it terrifies the shit out of me so like when i'm working here at the house by myself and i hear any kind of noise now i'm like well fuck i'm dead <laughs> like every door in, is in locked your suburban home yes in the middle of this neighborhood uh you know where every door is locked and there's a security camera on every access door still i'm like oh there's a sound that sounds like the furnace i'm fucking dead like that's just the way my brain works. So yeah, uh, that was, uh, yeah it's, you remember like being a kid and like you watched something scary and then like you rolled over in bed and even the noise of like the spring scared the fuck out of you. Yeah, uh, I was so dumb that I used to think that um, when I was a kid, I used to think that uh, when it was dark, when it was like when I it was the middle of the night, if I ever woke up in the middle of the night and had to go to the bathroom. Um, cause you know, my bedroom was upstairs, so I'd have to go out of my room around the corner, down the stairs, through the living room, through the kitchen, the dining room, and then into the bathroom. Right. Good God. Yeah. So, uh, so I had to go all the way down and around. And, and so, um, I was always like when I was, when I had seen Ghostbusters two, I was always worried that when I flushed the toilet, the Scolari brothers would come out of the toilet. Like they came out of the like they like they shot yeah. out of the thing. Yeah. Oh, I was I was always like when I flush this something and like not necessarily like the Scolari brothers from the movie. That was how it started. Um, but I was always afraid that like when I flushed it, it was like opening a door and like something could come out. So what I would do is I would I would go to the bathroom and then I would wash my hands because I cared about cleanliness even then, and I would open the door. And then I would flush the toilet and then run out of the bathroom through the, the dining room, the kitchen, the living room, up the stairs, around the corner, and then jump into bed. So that nothing, if something did shoot up out of it, I would I would already be like two rooms ahead of it by the time it came out. Scared the hell out of me. I was an idiot kid. Not much has changed. I'm just taller. I mean, I've told you my my ring story, so, you know, it's not like I have a ton of room to judge. And if you haven't heard my story about uh, watching The Ring before, I go see it on a Sunday night, my senior year of high school, and get home. And this is back in the day, like, you know, this is a bit ago. We don't need to go into specifics. Um, And so, like, I pause i like i open my bedroom door and i stop because like did you ever have one of those tvs where if it was on the input channel like the sleep timer wouldn't do anything like it wouldn't turn off automatically or anything like that so i've just seen the ring and i open my bedroom door and my tv is just glowing black and buddy uh, so the bathroom is thankfully only across the hall at my parents' house. So like, I, I, I turn all the bathroom lights on. I, I like stay in the light of the bathroom. Thank God I'm a giant. So like, I stay in the light of the bathroom, and, like reach over and like turn my bedroom <laughs> light on. But like, I'm, I'm too much of a fucking like wiener to, to do much. So like, all I do is like, I had a, uh, I had a big bed. And I had one of those, like, uh, ceiling fans that had the lights on it. So I pull the chain 
and like hit my bed, like laying in it. And I, like so uncomfortable. I was like, I ain't fucking moving. I ain't nope. fucking moving. This is where I live now. Yep. You say, this is where I live now forever. Yeah. Forever. Forever. And I know we changed the intro, but the outro doesn't change. For season three, it doesn't change. And so I think with that, at an hour and eight minutes, I think we're about done. With this. Yeah, I think so. Uh, We broke the seal, so we'll be back again next week with an all-new episode. Don't forget uh, to tune in next week where we will tell you all about ways where you can win. We're going to have multiple pairs of multiple pair, multiple pairs, multiple pair of Vet CityCon tickets where you can win. So that'll be super, super fun. So you can win... uh, uh, win those you can meet El Pathetico and Jake the Snake Roberts and uh, and the one I'm super fucking stoked for they've got Hannah Fearman um, Fireman I don't know how to say yeah. it it's F-I-E-R-M-A-N uh, she was the, the demon chick in the first VHS movie that's right yeah so uh, I know where you're going to be most of the weekend <laughs> at her table not with us that's okay um, but, uh, and then also, um, uh, I got to make a phone call and warn mission barbecue that that one guy that played Jason in the fan film is going to be back. So, oh God. Yeah. So he'll, he'll be back. So I got to warn the mission barbecue that he's coming into town. So after all, that's his favorite. So as we know, mm-hmm. but, uh, so until next week, uh, when we're back to give shit away, uh, make sure to like the YouTube page, youtube.com slash at symbol TN2M shows uh, and uh, help us get to 10,000 so I don't have to talk to people that aren't subscribed anymore. And as always, my friends, until then, we'll be back next week. New episode, same bullshit. We'll be back to talk with y'all. Um, sorry, I think Blade 2 is about to come on TV, so I'm, like, super excited. Oh, the second best uh, Blade movie. Oh, my God, it is Blade 2. Um, <laughs> they call it Blade 2 because it's the second best Blade movie. I will slap the shit out of you in public. <laughs> um, so, we'll be back next week. Same, uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Wow, you uh, made that reference. Okay. I know. I've never actually done it, and I've come so close so many times. Yeah. So, but we'll be back. And until then, my friends, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. And as always, thank you for being our friends. Oh, have you told them yet that we're also going to Netflix for a $5 million deal in January with benefits?